2: Welcome back to the show, Shoot Your Shot, Paul Slayer, The Chosen One, John Grosser, The Boss Man. John, we're back in person. Mm-hmm. Good to see you. Well, it feels good. Yeah, you know what? You're a pretty handsome guy, and I didn't give you the credit that you for before. Yeah, when
0: you see me too often, you forget. Yeah. I need, I need to excuse myself every once in a while.
2: By the way, uh, big show, we are absolutely smacking around our good friend Najee's beer he gave us for... Christmas.
0: Give give the new listeners some oh, true. some background.
2: Very, very true. Uh, so, you know, I got my dog over there, Najee, at Around the Corner Liquor. Uh, we gave him a shout-out a few, was it a couple couple episodes a ago? couple episodes ago. A few weeks back, gave him a shout-out because, I mean, it's one of the greatest liquor stores, if not the greatest liquor store in the country. So, I got a little peppermint schnapps over there, you know. Oh, we, we, yeah. We shot the shit, me and him. Great dude. Uh, and... Because we gave him a shout out, we got a free beer from him, a little Christmas gift.
0: He gave us this is from the liquor store on what is it? Atherton, Atherton? and Palo Verde. Yep. Right next to FedEx Kinkos. Yeah. Kinkos. Um we got them he gives us it's huge. This was a Christmas gift, but we had it we were socially distanced last week. True. Two, two weeks. Two weeks and th- three weeks in a row, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Merry Christmas 2020 from Anchor Brewing. It's enormous.
2: You sent me the picture of the beer, and what was my reaction today? I didn't think it was going to be that big. No, you were That's shocked. ginormous. Oh, It's it's huge. It's basically a jug of Carlo Rossi almost. Yeah. It's close. So we pour it. We were
0: drinking it right. Well, you haven't even had a sip yet. Yeah, sure. I a little live taste? Yeah, do a live taste. Okay,
2: let's get a little live taste. I got my Wolfpack. Mugs. I've had
0: some, and it's it's, whew, it's good.
2: I uh, got my my Wolfpack mug. Thank you for these, by the way. No problem. Old John got our group of friends mugs that say Wolfpack on them. Pretty sweet, actually. Wow. Haven't used mine yet. I ran it through the dishwasher once because you you never know. We well speaking about this show, big show today. We got uh, our good friend Mo Kreitenberg on the show. Mo. Is the creator, or he's the co-founder with his dad, the product, Germ Falcon, which is now known as Honeywell UV Cabin System. Cabin System. I think that's it. I think that's it. I, I, I can't even explain what it is. We got to have him explain it because it was, it's just way over my head. It's an incredible invention though. It basically oh. stops germs from living on aircrafts.
0: This might be our best interview ever. I think so too. But... You'll have to wait for that because first got to try this beer that was (laughs) – there's nothing like a free beer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here you go. You take a second to sip and I'll I'll sort of tell you what's going on. Okay. Well, back in 1975, Anchor released the first holiday beer in America since Prohibition. Ooh. What do you think? Oh, what do you think?
2: I'll tell you what I think. The beer's dark. It's very like – Coffee like well, can I? Okay, go. Well, can I say I'm glad you said that because the 2020
0: Anchor Christmas Ale is a one of a kind, featuring the highest ABV at seven percent. Whoa! And darkest appearance of any vintage. So they're not always this dark. They do a different Christmas beer every year. Oh, so this is the.
2: So let me. Can I keep going with what I was going to say? Go ahead. So very dark, very dark beer. It's almost black. It looks like coffee. Does it not look like a it less coffee? Look, looks a lot coffee. But I like took coffee. a sip, John, and it's not that heavy. Does that make sense to you? Yep. It's, it's a e- little bit lighter. It's of, easy drinking. It. It's yeah. silky smooth.
0: It's layered with classic holiday favorites of chocolate, toasted marshmallows. Did you get oh, that? I can
2: taste that. I'll t- I can taste that little right Little graham now.
0: crackers. I mean, we're, we're drinking this morning. Oh,
2: I did taste the graham cracker at the end.
0: Perfect for enjoying at the end of the meal or around a fire with close friends. This winter warmer teems with aromas of fresh coffee, mm, see, dark chocolate, pours already. with a tight, creamy cappuccino-colored head.
2: You nailed it. Yeah. Well, I am the beer sommelier. Yeah, you're the... Yeah, you are. Well, Oof. just recently, because yeah, I just dipped my toe in the old India Pale Ales. Chart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, me, yeah. You got me on those.
0: Well, first of all...
2: Yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> Let, let me no. Let me break no, it down. No, 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 okay. I come in here and look. First of all, we're back in my bedroom. We're back in your room, where which is belong. this is where I needed to be. Yeah. I come in here to your room. I bring a nice bottle of wine. By the way, let me tell you something. What, where do you think I got this bottle of wine from? I think you got it at grocery outlet. I got it at grocery outlet. Absolute steal. They gave it to me for free. This bottle of wine, Wild Diamond. It's Merlot. It's a 2014. John. Uh, it's from Dim- Wild Diamond Vineyards. This bottle of wine, John, forty-two dollars. I paid eight bucks. No way. So what? How much money did I make off of that? I basically made thirty-four bucks.
0: You should just sell it for forty-two dollars.
2: <laughs> you can sell for 30, forty. If I'm doing math correctly, I made it thirty-four dollars off of this.
0: That's incredible. Good Isn't job. That nuts.
2: Yeah, free. They gave it to me for free. Uh, but so I bring John a nice bottle of wine, a little housewarming gift. Haven't seen him in a while. I come in here. And I talk about you being a sommelier, you are the, you know more wine, more about wine than anybody, probably in the city besides Colin Marker, which you might be creeping above him very soon.
0: I think I'm I i think the healthy competition for him. It,
2: yeah, and he needed that. Yeah, and he push needed him that. Up, push him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I come in here, this device system you have, <laughs> we used to grunt for. Well, we started as a twist-off group. Yeah, we did, me we and did. you?
0: Yeah.
2: And now, then we switched to corkscrews. Mm-hmm wine openers and you know it took us a little while to get it get you know master the the technique of opening a a cork out of a wine bottle right and then i come here today and you're full on sommelier you got this little system here it's an electronic (laughs) cork remover what is it called wine opener it's called the rabbit well we got a wine opener
0: we got a uh it's a the little thing to twist off the thing on top. You know what I'm talking yeah.
2: about. Yeah, what was that?
0: I don't know. And then you got you got this other shit you put in the wine bottle while you pour it, and it aerates the wine. And it, t- I could taste that. And let me tell you something, it's never tasted better. So now...
2: I had a sip during the interview, John, and I think it was the best sip that I've ever had oh, I, I think. can't wait
0: to try this. it's a $42 bottle of wine that you got for $8 <laughs> I know. that is gonna taste like an $80 bottle of wine <laughs> it's nuts because of my mechanisms it, over here. it's
2: nuts John it absolutely is nuts and I I if anybody deserved this how much you pay for this by the way it's probably you probably got it a gift it was a gift it was a Christmas gift and if anybody deserves this it's you yeah the way you that's the steps you've taken from honestly not even being a wine guy to being, like I said, the most well known wine guy in the city. Yeah. You deserve
0: this. Thank and you. And I'm glad you have it. I'm glad I have it too. I can't wait to try that Merlot. We got a lot of bearded dust off.
2: Though. I brought another, I bought two bottles, John. I only brought one in because I know we have this. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I didn't know that this was going to be that big. So we got to bang that home tonight. But I wanted to make sure that I had something to drink on the way home as well. Well, you well, know not- what I mean? When I get home, <laughs> not on the way home.
0: Yeah, you know no. what I mean. Oh, I get it. Big show, huge show. We
2: got Mo on the show. Mo Kreitenberg uh, breaks down his his. I don't even his device. Germ Falcon was a sick name, though. Yeah, I, I'm I'm guessing that that was tough to let go, Germ yeah. Falcon. But I mean, Honeywell's. If Honeywell comes a knocking, John, you best open the door. Isn't Honeywell a fan?
0: Honeywell sounds nicer.
2: Yeah, it does. You know, it?
0: Honeywell's receptive. Germ Falcon's like, let me get let me get the hell out of the way.
2: Did you do anything thing sick for New Year's? Happy New Year, by well, the
0: way. Happy New Year. Let me tell you something about New Year's Day mm-hmm. while we're on the subject of wine. Mm-hmm. Uh because I cheated on Grocery Outlet for one day. Oof. And and I'm ready to come right back, right back home. Well, here's Back the deal. The well. I was in the town center, which, by the way, I have been in town center in years. They got a total wine and more over That's there. That's where I went. Okay. So While well, I was there, I was there not to go to the total wine and more, but then I saw that. I was like, well, you we need get, some you more. You were at
2: Tilly's? <laughs> I was close.
0: Over <laughs> at Michael's getting some solid <laughs> okay, arts and okay. crafts. Okay. And uh, there was a total wine and more, I'm thinking. I don't even know if Grocery outlets open. You know, it's 6 p.m. on New Year's Day. Let me just head into total wine and more. Have you ever walked in that place? First oh, of all, I got a total, million wines. I love total wine. But then they, more. but then they have wines that they cost like a dollar ninety eight, and I made the biggest fool out of myself.
2: What do you mean it costs a dollar ninety eight for wine? That's what I'm saying. So I pick up this thing, but it probably only costs three dollars. It, ah. it doesn't cost forty two. <laughs> so <laughs> I, <laughs> it ain't even worth it if you ask me. I mean, I'm used
0: to grocery outlet. Like yeah, like four, five, six bucks, right? yeah this wine is $1.98 and i'm just flabbergasted i can't i can't just let things be this is my problem yeah i can't just i can't just say well that's cool let me grab that or okay maybe i'll get a different one i go up to the guy working there he's probably like 18 years old and and i said hey so i noticed that this wine is $1.98 so is it just terrible what did he say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he had no idea what Dude, to say. I couldn't turned, believe the words that came out of my mouth.
2: You've turned into a flat out yeah. wine person. You're wait. <laughs> only a wine person asked that.
0: I think I'm more just a loser. I think no, into I don't a loser. think so.
2: Okay, cool, cool, cool. I don't think so. This was on New Year's Day. On New
0: Year's Day, I just asked this 18-year-old kid if that this wine was terrible. And he goes, I think it's just a good deal. And I was like, right on.
2: You should have you stuck to the grocery outlet. Yeah. You're just well, out of your element too.
0: See, I don't get it. I don't get how it could be a ninety eight. How yeah. does that work?
2: Well, what are they called? Two buck Chucks. If this is less than two buck Chuck, true. I kind of like two buck Chuck.
0: Yeah. Well, at least like two buck Chuck, you know, it's like the Trader Joe's thing. Uh, if you're grocery outlet, you know the deal. They get the like the ends of the wines yeah. or whatever.
2: Well, yeah. Okay.
0: Like, is it, what's the deal at Total Wine More? No one's told me because wine doesn't just grow on trees for. $1. Oh, there's that
2: one. Oh, maybe that's Bevmo, where you can buy a bottle of wine and get the next one for five, five cents
0: during the during the five cent sale. Yeah,
2: yeah. That would that's a good deal too. Whoa! But is it certain? I wines? didn't realize
0: that there was a difference between Bevmo and Total Wine
2: and More. I got to hear I got something for you. Should we bang this show and just make it into a wine show? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think we should. It's slowly going. The money's that way. there. The money's yeah, there. yeah. The money is there. But yeah. Okay. We should try, try We'll rebrand. I need to figure it out. I like Total Wine and More. I used to go to Total Wine and More for handles of watermelon vodka Mm -hmm. because they only made the fifth, the regular bottles at the other stores. Oh, I see what you're saying. Classic like Ralph's, uh, you know, Albertsons back in the day, but Total Wine and More had the big one. And that's you know I like to drink in bulk, John. I don't mm-hmm. drink to drink; I drink to get drunk, like my good friend E40 once told me. So that's where I would go to get that, and we'd buy probably three or so just to save us. It's delicious; tastes like a little candy. You mix it with a little Sprite, I feel like Lil Wayne, except for without the promethazine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had a great. Okay, <laughs> wait, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I had a great news. That's it. Oh, that was it. Okay, I just I'm
0: I'm a loser.
2: You're not a loser, okay. for one. Uh, two, I forgot to tell you this in last show. Uh, best of 2020 show, Unreal. Uh, I forgot to bring this up. I crushed an IPA on Christmas Day. I forgot to tell you. I think you did tell me. Did I?
0: Maybe, I don't know. And I
2: don't think I told you on the show, though. Okay. Maybe, yeah, you're right. I didn't you tell you on me the show. Picture.
0: Or was that Thanksgiving? That was, that
2: was Thanksgiving, I think. Okay. But New Year or Christmas Day, I was... Very banged up because let me tell you something about my family on Christmas Eve. The slapper was a slapper. We threw an absolute banger party. Only the family was there, obviously, but like my family's still pretty big. So we were getting after it on Christmas Eve. I wake up Christmas morning. I don't know if I ever felt worse. How do I come back to life? Nice little 6% IPA, you know, <laughs> really got me going, John. I
0: like filled that, that
2: stomach up and I was ready to roll. I was it's, off and running. It's
0: best served at breakfast.
2: Well, I had to wait a little while. I threw up a couple of times, but once I got all the bad stuff out of the system, mm-hmm. then I threw the IPA. Mm-hmm. I like good, that a man, lot. I'm telling you. Yeah. Speaking of the new year, John, uh, 2021 has been kind of off to a rough start for your boy. Oh, you want to hear what happened this morning? Oh boy. Well, it actually happened last night. Last night, Delivering pizzas. I'm on the front lines. Not a big deal. Uh, risking my life for people out there. Anyways, I run over a bolt. A bolt? A bolt. A like bolt. A, like a nail, but a oh bolt. Oh, boy. You got the tire. Got the tire. And I got a new car, John. I don't know if you knew that. Holy shit. <clears throat> Gets the tire, but it's just stuck in the tire. So I'm hoping, all right, let me finish my shift, and I'll, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right? Take my cook home. Right? He lives off of Obispo and Anaheim. Taco Chapala, by the way, on Real Spot. If you want a nice they burrito. still serving? Yeah. Okay. Nice burrito over there. Ooh, that sounds good. You know, a little spicy, but it's bomb. You know me, I love spicy stuff. So, I'm coming home. I'm on, I'm on the, uh, uh, what am I on? Anaheim? Anyways, I'm coming home, and then I hear a pop. Oh,
0: boy.
2: The bolt's gone. The bolt fell off or whatever. So now I'm getting... You're
0: deflating. I'm
2: deflating. Yeah. And you know how Hyundais work? They The tire sensors start to tell you, okay, mm-hmm. 25, okay, uh, yeah. 20, yeah. 10, it's, 11. Oh, boy. I get down to three. <laughs> You're at three? <laughs> I'm at three, and I right when I pull up to my house. Three. You didn't go to a gas station? No. Because I made it. Because I wanted to I wanted to get home first. Get home, it was get late, home. you know? The bachelor was on. Exactly. And I, I park... I park and I got a good spot. I'm like, shoot, I got a really good spot. That's nice because I was, you know, in a in a little bit of a rut here. I literally had a flat tire. Well, I park on the side where street sweepings happen the next day. Shit. So I gotta wake up in the morning. (laughs) I wake up in the morning, John. I gotta change a tire before the street sweeping comes. Wake up at like, you know, eight or whatever that bad boys off by eight 30 tree sweeping comes at nine put my little uh spare tire on there uh then i go to allen tire over there mm-hmm. they fix my tire john i am in. i'm in and out of there it's like nothing even happened to my tire i'm in and out of there I'm within like three three hours or whatever because they got to work on it they're a little bit busy mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. once once they fixed the tire i went and picked it up went back put the tire on and i was off and running so i'm good to go now
0: let me tell you something. I've never been to Allen Tire. I go to Tom's Tires, oh. a few other places. But let me tell you this. I've never been there. Heard nothing but good things.
2: Okay. Everyone loves Allen's Tire. I do love Tom Tire's, though. That's
0: a nice little spot. Yeah,
2: right over there off of Anaheim. You know who
0: takes care of me right here, too? Is huh. this... Uh, it's not good here anymore. You know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, I know what about. you're talking about. Firestone or something. Yeah,
2: right by... Uh... Oh, they take MVPs. care of me good, yep. Mm-hmm. Right by MVPs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's called, but you're right. I forget what it's called. Uh, but, yeah, I go – because Allen Tires right by my parents' house, so that's mm-hmm. where I always go. But long story short, rough start to the new year. Tire broke. I have to deal with adversity. Change the tire. People say, I'm all good looks, John. No, I'm a little bit handy as well. You know, got it done, and I'm off and running. Can't get any worse. What's – a year
0: can literally not get worse than that. Are we? That aside, are we scared that this is a good year or bad year for us? I, uh,
2: I think we we mentioned it last show. I think it's. I think we're due for a bad year.
0: I think we're. I think we're. Uh, no, I'm going good. You think it's good back yeah. to back? I think we go back to back and then
2: and then. Hmm. 2022. Fuck. But that was my number in college. I led the country in doubles. 22. Go. We'll be fine. Yeah.
0: Uh, 23
2: is our Jordan year You're not gonna mess that one up And then Kobe
0: year 25th is my birthday
2: Yeah
0: right. 2026 Holy shit We better pull it together Well we gotta What did they say When the uh, When the Pharaoh Knew the flood was coming This is This is a far-fetched Biblical reference You gotta save Because No 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 no. The drought's coming Right They knew in seven years The drought's coming The good guy He put aside the stuff Mm -hmm. We know that We know Yeah like,
2: But us, knowing us, we're going to put off until 2025. Yeah, we will. We will. You know, we will. It's going to be, we're probably doing this show in 2025, <laughs> and we're going to be looking at each other saying, well, shit, we should have worked on all that. Yeah. Like December well, 15th. It'll be our Christmas episode, and we're going to be like, well, shit, we, screw, we screwed this one up, didn't we?
0: I hope we have the Merry Christmas twenty twenty-six beer. That'd be awesome.
2: Hey, this one's almost gone. You might need to fill me up soon. Oh, uh, that's no problem. Uh should we get do you want to get to the interview? Do you have anything else to say about this last week? Let's get any it's news a, it's coming a up.
0: Great interview. Let's get to okay. the interview we we can blabber
2: after. Let's get a quick uh quick breakdown. So it's Mo Kreitenberg. We grew up with him. Uh he is our he's our age, right? He didn't go to Los Al, I don't think. He did. he did. I I don't think so. Maybe he did later, but he I don't remember. But he's he's a lot He hung out with the Los out kids. Uh, but he, oh, he's been absolutely killing it.
0: He's yeah. been crushing it. So we've we've known this guy a long time. You know, knew him, knew him less as a germ killer, more as a friend maker. Yeah, he was. Um, more a laugh producer, you might say. Yeah. But matter can be cannot be created, destroyed. If you're making laughs, you have to kill germs. He's gotten to the business. He's blown up this year. He, he He's on every, every network. CNBC, Fox.
2: I see him on Instagram. He's,
0: he's literally like all the big shots want to interview him. Where would he want
2: to come? Well, shoot your shot. We might not be big shots, but we shoot our shot. I'll tell you that. That's true. All, all right. right. Let's get to the interview. It's Mo Kreitenberg over the phone. The germ killer. We should call him the germ yeah. killer. We'll get that one going. Get that'll have some legs. Yeah, that's yeah. good. The germ killer, Mo Kreitenberg. Wow, I swear I got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. On the phone, one of our real good friends, actually, Mo Kreitenberg. Mo, are you the, wait? So you're the creator of Germ Falcon? Is that what it is?
1: So the Germ Falcon is an invention that my dad had several years ago. Awesome being on the air with uh, two of my good buddies. Um, it's been too long. It's been a tough year for us. But yeah, the Jerk Pelican uh, is a project that I've been working on with my old man since I graduated from college in 2014. Um, you know, we knew it was a big idea back then, and my job was really to get it off the ground. Um, we had a hard time doing that. It was just really high barriers to entry in the airline space, but, you know, we've had our our eye and our attention on disinfecting airplanes and preventing the international spread of infectious disease, uh, you know, for almost seven years now.
2: Well, Mo, welcome to the show.
0: Yeah. Welcome to the show. And I know you've been wanting to come on this show, especially, uh, you know, we're a little harder to get on than
1: CNBC and stuff like that. So
2: not a big deal.
1: I know. I've been, I've been dying for that 908 call. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wait, 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 wait. So, so break
2: it down. What, what it, what's Drew Falcon again? Yeah, explain like what it does and, and how it works. It's like dumb people like me and John.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so they use these lights in hospitals. They're ultraviolet C lights. They're kind of like tanning bed lights, but a little bit different. Basically, they've been using them in hospitals for decades because they know that they kill germs and they kill basically everything. They kill all bacteria and all viruses. Okay. And what? I saw my that dad on, and I, uh,
2: I saw that on Grey's Anatomy one time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: So, so something that my dad and I we saw this as a really good idea that was used in healthcare, but it was really not used anywhere outside healthcare. Um, and a little bit of a backstory here: my dad's a surgeon; he's a doctor, and his father was a plumber. And when my dad graduated from medical school, his father told him that plumbers save more lives than doctors okay. because they prevent infections. So my dad always kind of had that in the back of his mind, like, you know, there are ways to save lives um, if you can prevent infections, and that's obviously been a huge concern for a long time in hospitals. Um, but it hasn't been such a concern outside healthcare until you know this year. So what we did, you know, back in 2011, 2012 is when we started tinkering. But um, we knew that these lights worked well in hospitals. And we basically took these lights and thought. You know what is what's a great place that we could apply this reliable technology that could have you know a real benefit to public health and we realized pretty quickly that airplanes played this direct role in the way you know diseases spread around the world um back in the pandemic we had 100 years ago there were oceans and and mountain ranges and deserts that used to prevent human transportation and that also did a good job limiting the way that germs could spread around the world and when we started flying commercially so often it really enabled these germs to spread around the world really really quickly and we realized you know airlines don't have a good way to do this and because there's no good way to disinfect an airplane there are no laws requiring airlines to disinfect on a regular basis So we kind of took this crazy, you know, science project that we were doing in the garage and we took these UVC lights, kind of built a flight attendant's food and drink cart and built these wings onto it that reach out over the seats and under the overhead bin. And it basically shines these highly germicidal UVC lights up and down to seats, armrests, tray tables, overhead controls, overhead bins. You can push it up and down the aisle of a plane and disinfect the whole plane in a couple minutes.
2: Dude, that's nuts. That's so cool. That's so much, like, more for my brain. Like, uh, that's too much for me, but that's incredible.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's this reliable technology, and we just, you know, how does this work? And how can it be applied to X, Y, or Z application? And we really uh, hit the nail on the head, I guess. But
0: Paul and I have been working on, actually, a similar project, but we're just trying to figure out how to get everyone mini shots. Because, as you know, mini shots... Yep. They kill more germs than actually your little, yeah. your little purple lights you got going on. So, no, it's
1: important work you guys are doing.
2: Yeah, okay, free cool. mini shots for the whole plane. We've been trying to do that for a while in Southwest. Uh, <laughs> but we'll, uh, I mean, we're working on it as well. It might take about 10 years just like you. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: I may be able to put you in touch. <laughs> uh,
2: so wait, when, when
0: they're walking up and down the aisle, like, do they do this m- multiple times throughout the flight? Like, how often do you guys recommend?
1: So it would be between flights. So I can't protect you from the person sitting next to you. That's kind of life. Um, You you see a lot of airlines right now, you know, making sure the middle seat stays empty. That, that helps. But, you know, it's, what we're doing is if there's a passenger who showed symptoms on the last flight, you know, the airlines are kind enough to put those little white disposable baggies in the seat back pocket. Um, And if somebody ends up using one of those baggies, there's nobody on the plane who is trained or qualified to diagnose on the spot if that's coronavirus, if it's Ebola, if it's norovirus, if it's motion sickness or if it's a hangover. So they always just assume that it's motion sickness, they throw the bag away and then they let the next passenger get on. When a lot of times you have to assume that, you know, every once in a while it might actually be a germ and not motion sickness. Right. Um So, you know, we thought if we can do this every flight, we're going to be limiting everybody's exposure to these potential lingering germs. And, you know, the thing about airplanes is everybody gets off. Some people stay at the airport and get on a connecting flight to another destination. And then, you know, once a plane full of people gets off the plane, they all go different directions. Right. And that really enables the germs to spread.
2: One time my buddy threw up in one of the bags uh, behind the chairs on the, on the airplane and just left the bag
1: there. Do
2: they like replace oh, yeah. all that stuff?
1: Yeah, so they, they, they do a pretty good job replacing used bags. Um, you know, it happens, it happens more often than you think. And, um, you know, it's not really, it's not an easy, it's not an easy problem to solve. Um, from an airline standpoint, all they can do is throw away the bag. Right. Um, and for one reason or another, people always choose to tell these airplane horror stories to me. So I've actually heard, you know, some pretty bad stories. I'm not going to share them. Um, that's how bad they are, but
2: yeah, you know, people leaving these bags
1: in the seat. Oh, they're really bad. Really, really bad. Oh boy. So like,
2: like bad that I won't want to go on an airplane again.
1: No, no, no. Uh You know, I think. You know, that's one of the interesting things about, about commercial airplanes is, you know, there's only one real way to get from point A to point B that efficiently. Um, and the germs have kind of taken advantage. So, uh, you know, even if airlines aren't disinfecting, people are still going to fly. I think it's important from a public health, public health perspective to be taking whatever precautions we can to make sure that we're preventing infections in areas like this that are you know, highly vulnerable.
0: Um, can you talk a little bit about your process of obviously, so you guys had this technology six years ago and who were you reaching out to? What was the, what was happening? And then what made, what made things switch this year to where you guys are blowing up?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think you can guess what, what happened this year. <laughs> well, I guess, I
0: mean, what what was your plan of action? Like, did they already know about you and they finally wanted to use you? Or did you guys have to take some steps to, to tell people that this could help for coronavirus?
1: Yeah, so a cool story. Back in 2014, we were actually nominated for a big airline industry award. Um, we were named finalists for this big award that's announced in Germany, uh, Hamburg, Germany, which is where Airbus headquarters are. Um, we were finalists in the sustainability category, which was not a perfect fit. And we were up against Airbus and another big company uh, in the aviation space. And when the guy who was at the, the awards dinner, the guy who was responsible for reading off the winner of the category, opening the envelope, you know? Yeah, he, uh, he was getting ready to open the envelope. He saw like the nominees uh, video presentations and he, he he thought for sure that we were gonna win. So. You know, we're sitting there in Airbus's backyard and he he's introducing the award. He said, you can really tell who the, the true innovators are in this industry. They're outsiders. They're not caught up in the airline industry group think. And then he opens the envelope and he goes, the winner is Airbus. That stinks. And yeah, I mean, we, we flew all the way out to Germany um, and we we were really confident, even as he was reading off the introduction to the announcement. uh we really thought we had it in the bag. But, you know, one of the things we realized in the airline industry is the barriers to entry are so high. Because um, even if you're going to roll out something like this, you need it at every airport. If you're an airline, you need it at every airport that you service right. because you never know what flight is going to have a symptomatic passenger on it.
2: Right. So how, how, many, uh, how many airlines are you in right now?
1: All of them? Not all of them. Not all of them. There are a handful in the United States. Um, Some of them are are trialing and and building out their programs and haven't publicly announced. Um, JetBlue announced that they were doing uh, a program. They announced that on Good Morning America a couple couple months ago. Um, We have Qatar Airways in the Middle East. Mm Mm-hmm uh is outfitting their whole fleet uh we have a couple airlines in south america asia is starting to catch on but you know earlier this year for our, our airplane product we partnered with honeywell who is you know a major industry player and they've taken on the responsibility of manufacturing and global distribution for our airplane product which is now formerly known as the germ falcon now it's called the honeywell uv cabin system
2: okay
0: Well, that's our bad. The Honeywell UV Say it say it one more time. The Honeywell UV cabin system. Cabin system. Okay,
2: that's sick. So this thing this has just been a freaking whirlwind for you. It's been a whirlwind, yeah. What
0: so like what I don't get is like were you like emailing people for like three years and not just and just not getting through?
1: Yeah, so so I'll tell you in in twenty fourteen, late twenty fourteen, there was a little Ebola outbreak if you guys remember that. I remember that. Uh, there was a little outbreak that happened in West Africa. The U.S. sent some doctors over. One of the doctors came back and started showing symptoms. And there were a few cases that flared up here in the U.S. And and when that happened, we actually started talking pretty seriously with Virgin America. And Virgin America was like, you know, the 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 airline that we had pinpointed as this would be a great launch customer for us. And so Virgin America became an R&D partner with us. And for about a year and a half, they were helping us with development of the product so that it fit in all the airplanes. It was easy to use. It was effectively delivering these germicidal dosages to all the important surfaces on the plane. And we got basically to the point where we had a market ready product that they were getting ready to place their first order. And Virgin America was kind of surprise acquired by one of the other airlines, and one of the first things that airline did was discontinue all "quote unquote" long term projects. In parentheses, it's a Germ Falcon, et cetera.
2: Oh boy! Oh jeez!
1: Yeah, so that was that was a, that was a gut punch to us. But yeah, did you, yeah. you know, from there, Go We ahead. had some industry contacts, and we kept we kept pounding away at them. You know, we would make we would Make a little bit of headway every a couple times a year, but you know it was really a it really would have taken a big commitment from one of these bigger airlines, and you know we we just had a really hard time breaking through. And actually, in 2018, we realized look, we have this awesome product for airplanes, but we got to start you know running a company here. Let's start looking to some lower hanging fruit. And so we realized where products like like ours actually existed already where there was some market saturation was in hospitals. So we had built this very unique product that was bespoke for an airplane. And we took that product to a hospital and showed some hospital administrators, showed some doctors, nurses, infection preventionists. And they said, wow, this thing is faster and looks like it's doing a better job than the UV systems we're currently using but it says right here that this is built for an airplane. You have one for a hospital. So my dad and I looked at each other and we're like, no, we don't have one for a hospital, but we can build one. Um, So in late 2018, we built a prototype of our building system, which is called the UV hammer. Uh, It's really the same exact concept as the germ falcon, except it can be used in classrooms, restaurants, hotels, office buildings, uh, we 're talking to a lot of different workplaces, industrial facilities, and wow, that's um, awesome yeah, we realized you know we were spending ninety percent of our time on on airlines, which is probably ten percent of our market and we were sort of in 2020 January of 2020 we were thinking, all right this year we 're going to pivot and focus entirely on hospitals, and then from there maybe we 'll transition into hotels, airports, pro sports um and all of a sudden you know we started hearing about this coronavirus that was percolating in China and and the CDC announced that they were going to start doing these enhanced passenger health screenings on inbound flights from China and so what we did because we had you know a handful of these germ falcon units sitting in our garage we said we put out a press release saying hey we're offering these units for free of charge at all the airports that are doing these enhanced passenger health screenings for inbound flights from China. So the last two weeks of January of 2020, I was actually going to LAX and disinfecting the airplanes that were coming in directly from China. Basically ground zero for coronavirus at that time. Um, And yeah, so for 10 nights in a row we went to LAX from like 10 p.m. to midnight. We were driving around on the tarmac, disinfecting these, these planes. And, um, from there, you know, we just haven't stopped.
2: Dude, that's so unbelievable. So you,
1: geez. Uh, wait, so so uh,
2: you, you were making all these in your garage.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we've got manufacturing partners. We, yeah. we have been working from the garage and yeah, even this year as we've grown, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you guys are working from home too. The joke is, you know, we've been working from home the whole time. Right,
2: right. 2020
1: wasn't the best year to start meeting up in person.
2: Right. Dude, that's so nuts. That's awesome.
0: So, and, and like, by now, you're not the one still doing the planes, right? Like, you, So you guys, the goal is to train the flight attendants. Is that correct?
1: So, yeah, it, it, different airlines have different processes. Most of the airlines use, like, cleaning contractor on the ground at each different airport so they might have you know a different contractor at john Wayne than they do at long beach it might be a different company on the ground there that's handling the cleaning so you know honeywell is responsible for making the sale to the airline the airline is really the one who makes the call on these kinds of things Um, and and the airline will work out the logistics of who actually does the operations i do know of a couple airlines that are using their own personnel uh, to actually run the machines.
0: So is there any reason that it, does it cost money just to run the, the raise or is there any reason that they shouldn't just do this every single
1: flight? So, I mean, you're asking the wrong guy, right? Like I think, you know, the more we can do this, the safer everybody's going to be. Um, if we're doing it once per day, it's kind of a math problem where you got to think about how many flights is this aircraft doing per day and whatever number that is, you have to assume that that's the number of people that are sitting in each seat in a given day. Um, And, you know, some of these germs can survive up to seven days. And if you're never disinfecting, by the time you board the plane, you can kind of calculate how many people have been sitting there whose germs might be lingering waiting for you. And then you're about to sit in that seat for who knows how long and be intimately in contact with all the surfaces around you.
2: So how many, this might be a dumb question, but so it's called the Honeywell, what, what is it called again? Cabin system. The Honeywell,
1: Honeywell cabin system. Yeah.
2: So there's one cabin system like, and you could just reuse that one cabin system or is it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so that's one of the coolest things about our product is it's, it's sustainable. If you're wiping down surfaces with wipes, you're creating waste every single time, right? And you're actually creating a lot more waste if you're actually following the instructions on the back of the bottle, which most people don't do. Um, So with the germ Falcon, now the UV cabin system, and with the UV hammer, our lights are good for 12 months. We swap them out and we insist on swapping them out after 12 months, because after 12 months, you may start to see, you know, some weaker lamps and weaker Mm -hmm. output. Mm So we make sure that we swap out the lamps every 12 months, but you know, with this machine, there's no consumables. Everything is, is uh, you know, integrated into the machine. You can run it up and down the aisle of an airplane, you know, a dozen times a day. You could use it nonstop in a, in a COVID testing center or a, a hospital. You could disinfect an operating room between cases.
2: How good are you at this now? Like you are oh, so man. you're so locked in right mm-hmm. now. You've got yeah, you've man, had been doing this like a million times now.
1: Yeah, man, I'm a germ's worst nightmare.
2: <laughs>
1: I like that. Uh, have,
0: you, have you guys made much headway with uh, with schools and like school systems and restaurants, like you were saying?
1: Yeah, so so we've off, we've been offering disinfection as a service for a little while. Um, a lot of the customers we've worked with, you know, have asked for some discretionary treatment. You know, where they've had a confirmed case, but they don't want to close down. Uh, and we can come in and make sure that, you know, if there is a confirmed case, we can make sure that we hit all the spots. Uh, we've we've worked with schools, we've worked with restaurants, uh, we worked with small businesses. Um, we've done done some stuff with hotels and done some stuff in pro sports as well.
2: Wow, that's awesome. Do you do you want to? I was gonna say we know Chill Baker pretty well, Long Beach Unified School District. That's we could true. probably get you in touch with her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get you in I all, love the, that. all the classrooms. Uh, <laughs> we need a cut though, but we'll take it from Chill Baker's side, not your side. So don't even worry about that.
1: Sure.
2: Uh, me and John also have some great ideas. See, okay, we, we always wonder. We have great ideas, but we don't know how to we don't know how to get them off the ground. But now we got a guy that yeah, can help us. Guy. So yeah, uh, if you get a call at like 10 p.m. at night one of these days. Just you know, it'll be us.
1: Hey, look, I, a lot of people are coming out with software and apps and different kinds of things. I'm a hardware guy. Oh no, a lot we're of people hard, don't don't. Yeah, yeah. I figured. Yeah, yeah, there there aren't a lot of people out there doing hardware prototyping. Uh, I can point you in the right direction. We're just
2: not smart enough to 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 follow through with it. Either that, or we don't work hard enough. So if we have another guy that can show us the ropes, then we'll be chilling.
1: Hey, me neither. Look, I I just teamed up with my dad. Who's <laughs> Yeah, uh, a genius, and you know I got I, that makes me at least half genius, but you know, right, the, <laughs> exactly. the clown half is.
2: Can
1: can you give us? Over.
0: Yeah, before we uh, end this thing, can you give us like a quick like you got to brag a little bit, just like some of your accolades or like some of the cool things you've done. Like you've been on TV a million times over yeah. the last nine months. Like what were some of the highlights of that?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. So you know. Our product's been featured on, on Fox News, Good Morning America, um, Cheddar, all, a bunch of different channels. I've been interviewed live on CNBC, I've uh, been featured in Forbes, New York Times, LA Times. Um, we were actually, a couple weeks ago, we were selected by Time Magazine as one of their best inventions of 2020, Whoa. which is a nice feather in our cap. Really, really excited and proud about that. Um, and, you know, we're we are in position to be what I think the, I I like to say we're the apple of hygiene. Um, we're taking this technology that's, you know, if you think about the the personal computer, it wasn't something that everybody had. It was like all these complicated components and it wasn't really, uh, there wasn't a real, uh, applicability for most, you know, novice users and that, I, we kind of saw that with UVC. It's really only used in healthcare, very specifically, in like water treatment, uh, treating air, and and only only in the last couple of decades has it been used to disinfect surfaces. But really, it wasn't it wasn't a feasible option anywhere outside healthcare. And kind of where we started was where can we use this reliable technology, and how can we apply it to other spaces where it matters. Um, and we've we've been able to do that and you know, this moment in history surprised everybody, right? Um ever, I can't tell you how many times over the years people are like, Oh, well I'll call you when there's a pandemic Like as a joke, yeah. thinking, Yeah, so it's I mean there are interviews I did in like twenty eighteen where somebody asked me, you know, what's it gonna take for the airlines to, to start trying this? and i i I said point blank to the to the reporter i hope it doesn't take a global pandemic um and yeah it says like in the background behind me it says like 2018 some event i was at yeah it's kind of it's been a wild ride you know um people say like our timing was amazing but if you talked to me three years ago i would i would have told you you know we're we're running uphill it's uh don't know if it was going to happen. Honestly, like when when 2020 started, we were like, we got to make something happen this year, or we're going to have to close this down. We got a great idea, but there's just there wasn't there wasn't a we weren't able to make it fit. Um, the pandemic, you know, I think it's been a surprise to everybody, but we are really well prepared to to disinfect surfaces anywhere. Um, airplanes is definitely the sexiest because nobody, nobody else in the world is really doing that. We were the only ones that were working on it 12 months ago and not to like, let alone, you
2: know,
1: six years ago. Right. And, and so we're really, you know, subject matter experts in the space. You'd be hard pressed to find somebody that knows more about germs and airplanes than than me and my co-founder. And, um, you know, we're, we're here to help and, doing doing the best we can to make sure that uh, the new normal isn't anything like 2020.
2: Well, some do say that the, the coronavirus was founded at the turtleneck party of 2019. Uh, I'm not sure if you were at that one, but uh, if that helped you a little bit, uh, get this thing off the grounds, you're
1: welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, Hey, next year, before and after the turtleneck party, I'm there. This looks track like the whole place. <laughs> I like
2: that. Oh, I that'd be like huge. That. That'd be big. That'd be big. Oh, I love that. i would be big. Mo, thanks, man. Thanks for joining the show, man. This has been a great time.
1: John, Paul, it's been a pleasure. Got to talk to you guys more.
2: Oh, I got one more question, actually.
1: Yeah, please. Uh, was it
2: tough for you and the Los Al guys to play second fiddle to the Long Beach Boys back in high school?
1: Uh. <laughs> I actually remember it quite differently.
2: <laughs> oh, you're the man, dude. I miss you guys. I miss hanging out with you and the boys. Yeah,
1: I miss you too, man. We got to we gotta connect.
2: Keep doing your thing, and we'll talk to you real soon, all right? All right. Thanks, Mo. Wash your hands, boys. Right, we will, 100%. Thanks, talk to you much. soon,
1: man. All right, later, fellas.
2: Wow, it looks great. Traditional American foursquare. What an interview. A lifesaver, some are saying. The germ killer. How do we Oh, let me let's see if I can phrase this another way. Which one of our our ideas should we pitch to him to help us become rich and famous? Or at least get us on like Fox News and MSNBC or whatever. Yeah. CNBC whatever these things are. Huh.
0: What,
2: what, what do you think?
0: What about a helmet for the plane? I like that. Plane crash. You got
2: a helmet. Yeah, all. true. It's just off the top of my head. Well, we do have celery, so that's oh, our shit. Celery. Well, that's our well, that's one.
0: So what we need? He's a hardware guy.
2: He's a hardware guy. Yeah.
0: We need we need a uh, a system. Okay, quick celery for the new listeners. Of new year. Yeah, oh it's yeah. The greatest idea ever. That. It's a restaurant we need to open. We just need like an investor, and then we need Mo. So
1: it's Ooh, okay, it's, cool.
0: it's a celery it's a restaurant based on celery because no one wants to gain weight these days and, and celery you lose you weight. lose weight while you eat yeah. but then there's just bomb dipping sauces yeah so it's secretly a dipping sauce restaurant with a right. bunch of incredible flavors don't steal this mo work with us yeah work with us here a ton of incredible flavors and then but you're not gaining that much weight you still feel light it's got great cocktails you're you're socializing and eating but not getting too fat it's called celery eat. what we need is the thing that that creates that many pieces of celery that chops up that chops up celery fast
2: well we need to make in bulk and bulk dipping sauces how do you make celery and what we need
0: and what we need is a new like a tray that you give to each table that perfectly holds celery in the middle and then like 12 dipping sauces, not like
2: 4. No, we need them 12 all.
0: 12 dipping sauces. We need them all. So we need all we need all that, Mo. And I mean, if, if we're
2: talking This talk, idea is going to take off. We're talking dipping sauces. We're talking your garlic parmesan. We're talking your ranch. We're talking your buffalo ranch. We're talking your You know what's good? Cucumber ranch. Ranch and mustard mix. Pretty uh-huh. good.
0: What about mustard and ketchup mix?
2: Yeah, pretty good as well. You only do it on hot dogs. Why not? That's I'm surprised. On celery. That, that should is that not tech taken off yet?
0: M- much, up, much much Is ca- that but I'm but it, is that
2: real? I don't know. Because you'd think I mean they go together On a all dog. the time. Yeah. Burgers, hot dogs. That might be it, but still you can have, you know, either way. It goes Tw- down one into the same spot anyways.
0: 20 late 2021 we want to launch our first celery someone Oh, and our etiquette class too. Oh yeah, etiquette class. Uh, Mo can't help us with that though, but he's got great manners. He could be does. a guest
2: speaker. He does. Yeah. yeah. He'll be our first first guest. Yeah. Our our first keynote speaker. Yeah, mean. that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. They're, we don't have guests. We have guests on this show. Yeah. Keynote get, speakers on the yeah. etiquette class.
0: So Mo, just to fill you in. You know, me, Paul, and you apparently now in the first class. You know, we just meet up at Applebee's with a bunch of kids, and we teach them etiquette. We teach them how to be. Good human beings. Mm-hmm. Parents need this nowadays.
2: If there's a bunch of Mo's and Paul's and John's running around, the world would be a better place. It's a better place already. Only one-syllable names. Mo, John, Paul. That's all you need. First
0: thing we're going to do is we're going to shame the people with non-one-syllable Yep.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Make them j- Get a nickname. <laughs> uh, I had something to bring up to you. Okay. So the first baby that was born in Long Beach... Uh, Memorial Hospital over there That's okay. where I was born You were born in Torrance No You were born in I was born in Long Beach Sa- Memorial You lived in San Pedro
0: I was born in Long Beach Memorial
2: But you were born You lived in San Pedro
0: Yes Yeah Okay
2: So we were both born in Long Beach Memorial uh, I was born a few months before you Yeah Yeah And you, you know what Thanks for the great welcoming Yeah You know You really t- Taught the staff How to really treat <laughs> a kid well Etiquette class started <laughs> The day I was born Let me <laughs> exactly. tell you that uh, so, the first kid was born at like 2 a.m. or something like that on New Year's morning. So, Jan 1.
0: It took him two, 2 hours? I know.
2: I'm a little surprised as That's, well. Uh... But you know what? I also got this news by the post, and sometimes they're a little lazy when it comes to this yeah. kind of stuff. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. One, they didn't even get the last name of this kid. It's the two parents, Kimmy and something, and they didn't even get a last name. And it probably wasn't even the first kid. It, Two a.m. You're not. You're telling me nobody was born twelve fifteen. Can't be true. It can't be true. I would have done a better job. I'll tell you that. I'm just not as. Uh, I don't didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do the research. Anyways, first kid. It was a boy. Guess what the name was. Give me a hint. Biblical name. Two syllables. Joseph. Good guess. Right letter. Oh, uh, here we go. Jesus. No, but that would have been <laughs> electric. Uh, uh, that would have been electric.
0: Okay, it's not Joseph or Jesus. It's got to be. Is it? Is it a little bit off? off guilt, or is it pretty Old
2: Testament. Right?
0: Okay, Jacob.
2: Yes, there you go. Good work.
0: Great work! I'll I'll literally never forget where like when I was seven years old and at my brother's AYSO soccer game or LBYSO, and he had a guy in his team named Jesus, and I saw and they had the water bottles for everyone, and one of them had Jesus on it, and I freaked out. I can't get it out of my head. I was like, I did go tell my mom. I was like, Mom, it says Jesus is here.
2: There's probably wine in that water bottle.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: I yeah. wonder how Jesus is doing. Uh, he just had a birthday. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's probably doing well. You got blacked. Did I? On Jesus's birthday? Yeah, well, the day before. Oh, the day before. But I was sauced. When, what time do you think he was born?
0: 12.15.
2: Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> he was the first person born on that day. No question about it. There's no question about it. Uh, but yeah, that was it. First person, Jacob. Okay, uh, so
0: we're going back to like names that me and you grew up. Yeah,
2: with. see, that's what I was going to bring up. Is like that's kind of cool. cyclical. That's kind of cool that there's there's old school names still rolling around. Yeah, because I, you know, you see all these new new kids that are just random names like Autumn or something. And Autumn is a boy name, which would be even crazier. Yeah, Autumn sounds like a pretty hot chick, though. Yeah. There was a, the second girl that was born had kind of a weird name. Nice name, but it was just a little different. I know, I know or something like that.
0: But see, I've been, you know how your taste, your taste buds change. You say that. Yeah. I'm starting to get on board because I get it now.
2: Oh, you mean the, the.
0: The weird names. The weird names.
2: I kind of like some of these names though.
0: Well, I just get it from the standpoint of like, if you're naming your kid, like, and you think of a new regular name and you're like, ah, I don't want to name it after that guy. Yeah.
2: That's, that's a good (laughs) point. You know what I mean? It's a good it's like, point.
0: Oh, I like that guy. I don't want my kid to be that guy. Right. And you start associating that name with other people. So then right. you're just like, F it. Let's just go with freaking Limpaca. Yeah. No one's ever heard of it. No. but that,
2: And it could be the first of its kind where the next person names their kid Limpaka, and they're like, that Limpaka was sick. Yeah. You know?
0: And then you got Limpaka Jr. and, you know, it's yeah, great. The third,
2: yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on but that. But then again, but then I swing back. Ah,
0: good thing I don't have to make the
2: decision. True. What about some of the parents? You know, it blows my mind. Like a dude with the last name Jordan or whatever, and then their parents just legit just name their kid Michael.
0: Yeah, like you can't do that. But I. But when it was, um, yeah, you're right. Like, why would you do that? Because we've I've met people like our age around our age named that. Was Michael Jordan...
2: There's an actor named Michael Jordan, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. See, And he can't even go by Michael Jordan because... Yeah. So that must suck for him. Like... And I guess it... Someone has the
0: last name James. Are they going to name their kid LeBron? I was thinking the I mean, There's exact a same million thing. people with the last name James.
2: I was... Mike, Mike James, the, our registered nurse, who's the expert on the coronavirus for yeah. us. His name's last name's James. Is he gonna name his kid LeBron? Not a bad he idea. He could. He could. He
0: should name his kid Brawny. That
2: would be pretty <laughs> funny. But you know what I mean? Like, like you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Warner. You're gonna name your kid Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. You can't have another Kurt Warner. G- Goff. You're gonna name your kid Jared? No. He's Jared. not doing
0: so well right now, huh?
2: No, but he's hurt. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, he's he's not. He's his arm. His hand hurts. John, I think you need to pull out all the stops this playoff run, and see if you could get that squad a Super Bowl. Okay, I think you should. That's done. You got your uh, got my new polo. Your new polo.
0: I got the old trusty T-shirt. Dude, you're
2: that polo is nice. It it's looks dope. good on you. Yeah, it looks
0: good. Gr- First of all, I know you saw that picture I sent because it looks great. What? The picture with me in the pull. Yeah, you right sent when it I opened to. it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's it's like so nice. You know when you get a new thing and you want to wear it, but it's like we're in the middle of this pandemic. I got like, I guess I got schedule a tea time. That's what I got to do. Next Rams game is it this
2: Sunday? Saturday. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, did I tell you, you got new golf shoes? Yeah. You did. Oh, was that last show? Yeah. Oh, I got new golf shoes.
0: That's nice. We gotta hit the links.
2: Yeah, I think so You're too. You're not
0: golfing as much as you were.
2: No, it's because I got my shoes stolen mm. out of my dad's truck. remember? There's a yeah. lot of crime going on in Long Beach nowadays. Well, that's just because our boy Bobby Garcia can't figure it out. No, I'm Bobby Garcia fan now because everybody hates him. I forgot about that. People do hate him. I'm hearing a lot
0: of a
2: lot of hate. You know what I don't get? I don't. Let's. I'll, I was gonna ask you this. So, one, let me bring this up. Is there anything that matters less than Long Beach State basketball?
0: <laughs> they're they're irrelevant. Does that make sense? Right now, yeah.
2: Like, wh- how many people do you think care about Long Beach State basketball? Seven? Besides the team?
0: I'd say... And the parents? I'd say it used to be like... 500 and right now it's yeah. like
2: seven yeah it's single digits yeah which is so sad like also this is absolutely 100% gonna be the year they get into the tournament 100% <laughs> yeah
0: it's a great call
2: 100% yep. nobody's so right. gonna watch no yeah and they're gonna people are gonna find out in like april like during the masters like all the old people are gonna be like Wait, Long Beach State was in the tournament this year. You know that's so true. They got beat by freaking Kansas by hundred. I just can't. I can't watch sports
0: right now. It's tough. I, I can. I, I think I'll be able to watch. Is Duke playing? Yeah, but
2: they're not as good.
0: But like the big teams. Like I think I could watch a solid like Ohio State versus right Wisconsin game. R- right, right.
2: right. Now. right. It, which is that's that's all happening. I mean they they cancel games all the time because of the. the but see, then that turns me off. I'm just like. So I said you should just give the vaccine to all the athletes. Either play through it or don't. So, but that's what I mean. Like a team like Long Beach State, like they're so irrelevant that there's no even reason for them to be playing. Like no <laughs> nobody's going to watch the games.
0: <laughs> like I'm not against them playing. I, well, I'm against I'm against them being it. Yeah, I am against them being essential.
2: Well, I and I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you know. I'm, I'm pro,
0: I'm pro them playing, but I just think that salon should be able to give haircuts if right. long-shaped basketball is playing. Right. But I just, I, I like, yeah, I saw that they, that they played this week and I was just, I mean, two years ago, I'm like clicking to see what the score was. Right. And right now I'm just like,
2: uh ah. it's crazy that that turnaround happened where, well, it also has to do with the the pandemic or whatever, but. It's crazy. What I was going to bring up is I brought up Long Beach State because it's, it's crazy that, that higher ups like for Long Beach State and like Bobby Garcia are just not hated, but like are so disliked by the just random population in East Long Beach and like, but what, what, I, what I mean is, why wouldn't they cater to those people? Like, why would they just decide to not listen to the people that are, like, actually going to the games in the city or whatever? Or, like, the people that live in the city, for even for Bobby Garcia? Like, why would he not listen to those people and, like, just make them not like them? Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: I love that you're so hung up on Long Beach State. I, I
2: But it's not even... It is because you were a huge fan, and then they broke your heart. Well, yeah, basically. But, but that's crazy to me that they would just the the higher ups would just step in and like not treat the people that, that really care, them. yeah, yeah, and just like throw them away. And now they literally don't have anybody that likes them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, who are they trying to to get on their side?
0: I mean, if they're not they're not running it like a business. And I and they would probably tell you that's not what it's supposed to be run but like, but if they were a business, they would they would cater to their fans and increase on them. But
2: it's weird. I like I don't know. Like uh like like Duke fans aren't gonna like just turn on. I mean, call it. It's
0: I can't even. I haven't put enough thought into it to wrap my head head around it, but like college sports say, is so weird because those big programs do run themselves like businesses, but they're not they're they're in a they're in a
2: gray area. And I should say that the I'd say that the that dirt, the dirt bags are different, like that's a that's its own thing. Like Valley Valley absolutely embraced everybody else. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he came in and instead of being like, no, nah, fuck this bullshit. This is how we're going to do it. He was just like, he came in, He's he kept his mouth shut, shut and he was like, all right, I'm going to win over everybody right now by winning games and like killing it. And he did that. And now everybody loves him. And-, and I mean, we loved him at the jump because he's freaking sick. He's got a lot of E&E, but you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm, I just think, if we're on Long Beach State subject, I just really don't think Long Beach State basketball can... They need to get rid of Dan Munson. They just do. When we said that three years ago, we said... Unf- and we love Dan Munson, both of us. As right. as a person, we think he's hilarious, which he is.
2: Yeah, well, he was a great guy.
0: He's a great guy. He has an g- incredible sense of humor. He's just not exciting. Nothing's exciting about him. The team's not good enough to have such an a non-community guy, and not, I don't mean community, like he needs to be out like painting over graffiti. Right, 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 right I right, mean right. like, he just shuts himself off and just like says, if he, Right. And you're not community if you do like interviews that are like, that are not candid. I just mean, he, he he's an X's and O's guys that his X's aren't beating his O's right now. And <laughs> it's just like, so we're over him. And we're it's the same with Troy Buckley. We were over him. Right. And I, when I say we, I mean the city. Right. I like Troy. Like uh, some people don't like Troy Buckley. I always like him. He was always cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought he was a great guy. But he was boring to the community because he wasn't winning and he wasn't particularly likable. Right. Like you got a guy like Mauricio, who Sick. generally wins, but even if he doesn't, everyone loves him. Like he's in the community. He lives here. He has his club programs. He works hard. Like people like Mauricio no matter what. At the for the girls' soccer, but people just like no one. Someone said something bad about Dan Munson. Who's the guy who's going to stick his neck out and say, yeah. "Oh,
2: he's no, 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 no. Munson's doing great. No one cares." But, th- but that's what I mean about like. And so he he should have been. I mean, but that's why I'm I'm kind of tying it with with Bobby Garcia as well. Bobby Garcia and like the athletic department for Long Beach State and like uh, the president and all that stuff. Like they're trying to impress like twelve people that are in the building with them, and same thing with Bobby Garcia. He's just like trying to impress like seven people who like like kiss his feet at night instead of like the people who are literally here and have been here forever. Right. Does that makes sense. Like, why wouldn't they just be like, you know what? What do the people? What do the people want? Because they're the ones that are gonna have to like deal with all of this. Right. I think it's two. I mean, do you want twelve people to go to the Long Beach State basketball games? Because you're doing a good job of doing that. Well, zero right now. But even if there's people, there would be like twelve people at the games.
0: I think they're different problems. I think,
2: I think they're I, a little bit more similar than you think.
0: Well, you're right in the fact that it's similar in the fact that people that used to love them hate them because Bobby Garcia. I think a lot of people that voted for him do not like him.
2: Except for I like him. Yeah, you're on his. Yeah. I'm on his side. You're on his side. People forget. Um, I'm a, the biggest Bobby Garcia supporter. It's sad that you're going to get left in the dust, and I'm going to get. I'm going to go way up. By, there.
0: My my stance on <laughs> him has never changed. I say he's
2: the hardest working politician there is, and he is.
0: But he's a politician that wants to move up. He's always going to move up.
2: Yeah, true, true. I mean, that's just all I had to say about about. I don't even know how he came up to that, but that's all I had to say about that. They're just very sad. You're get, pent up. I just don't get why you wouldn't listen to the people that live here. Right. This, this is especially has I, to do with Long Beach State. I would say, I would say yeah. Like my dad would go to every single game and buy all the tickets, and then they just decided to like get rid of all the f- faithfuls or like just be like, nah, fuck the faithfuls and decided to do their own thing. And now all the faithfuls are like, well, I'm not going to fucking watch this bullshit, you know? Yeah. Like that sucks. That doesn't seem too smart to me. I agree. And I that I'm not mad. Yeah, you are. Oh, I'm not mad. Like you can do whatever you want. I'm just saying. Like, why would you do that? I don't know. I'm, I was just. I don't know. That's all I had to say. I don't. We don't need to talk about Long Beach State anymore. It don't matter to me. Whatever. Uh, did you see this? Uh, Remember we were talking about Chill Baker in the interview. Did you see that LBSD is going to get $100 uh, dollars for their COVID relief?
0: So she can work from home.
2: Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was. If anybody can handle the money correctly, it's Chill Baker. Yeah, she's going to turn that hundred million into because that three hundred million.
0: That sounds like a lot to us. That's <laughs> like that's like two year salary for her. I know.
2: <laughs> she could buy just like a couple of planes with that. Yeah, she's already got four of them. That's awesome. <laughs> I. I just, Like, what are they going to use it on? Hopefully the germ falcon. That'd be tight. See, we, that's what I'm saying. We could get our boy Mo in the building and he'll be, we'll be dialed in. I just don't think, like, they're going to spend it on, on, like, safety protocols and stuff like that. I don't get it. Like, why don't they just not spend it on safety protocols and then spend it on, like, books and, like, make sure that the kids have a meal plan or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. I yeah. Does that make sense?
0: I f- I feel like I don't understand any of this. There's just a headline every day, like, oh, we need fifty million, or oh, they just granted a hundred million. Like what? Like,
2: but I wasn't who's go granting to. it and what's it going yeah. to?
0: And like, I, I mean, I know they'll they'll figure it out, but like,
2: or like pay the teachers more. Like, like what? I don't what, know what was
0: going to happen if we, that's a hundred million dollars what if we didn't get it? I'm sure life would have gone on It'd and now we same. have it. And I'm sure life is going to go on. Like,
2: right. Like what? But Like don't, now that we have it, don't waste it on like nonsense where I mean, like, I'm sure they'll, I'm sure it's going somewhere. Like, to are they going to put like plastic things where the teachers are teaching and like little like dividers. to of all the I kids' mean, yeah, desks. It's,
0: oh, it's going towards COVID stuff.
2: But like, in two years or whatever, or a year, like that stuff's not even going to be needed, I, I'm, I'm assuming. Hopefully. I'm assuming. Like, There's no way that that's just going to last forever.
0: Maybe we're going to crush it until 2026, and that's when the pandemic ends.
2: Yeah, could be true. And then we have to start going out again? <laughs> yeah, and we're like, yeah. we're
0: lost out there.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to be ready to go out.
0: I'm in, uh, Paul, I am not in shape, and I don't mean physical shape. Do you think you could pull a 2 a.m.er out of the bars right now? I don't.
2: No. Uh, Look at me. It's 840 and I'm yawning. Yeah, I'm all tired. I, I don't think – I won't be able to do it like I used to. But I, I if I crush one for a loco, I know that's a little bit well, of uh, – that's performance enhancing. But Listen up.
0: Uh-huh. I'm sure the first time that like the bars are open, we're going to go out and we're going to start pregaming at 6. We'll and be we're going to be out till 2 a.m. I'm gonna i I'm, I'm gonna regret it
2: the next day. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'll wake up at like six p.m. <laughs> I'll go to bed at like three a.m. and I'll wake up at six p.m. It's gonna be a rough one. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't I don't know what we're gonna do. I'm assuming we're just gonna kill it. Yeah, you're right. But you're I right? I don't want a bullshit like half ass experience. You know what I mean? I don't want to go to poor dicks and have to stand. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'll go to poor dicks if at, at any time. But I don't want like a, there can only be six people in there type of deal. Right. I want to see at least 10 of my friends. I have a lot of friends. You have a lot of friends. We have the same friends. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. I want to go all out if we're going to go out like that. How good does AI sound? Right now? Awesome. I would love to be, I'd love for AI to be in the bedroom right now. I, oh, yeah. Remember that tweet I had? Oh, yeah. That, I had a tweet that said, I wish the bars were in my bedroom. Yeah. And that way I could just chill. You know, all my friends will be around me. Yeah. And the random people that you weren't yeah. expecting. And I didn't want to see, but I'll see. Because that's that is the beauty of the bars. And you snap your fingers and you got a beer. The beauty
0: of the bars is- that Ashley is, Fry's is, dish oh, yeah,
2: Coors Lights to me. Seeing
0: people you didn't, you didn't want to see, but then you see them and you're like, I do want to see
2: yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Those random Long Beach State chicks that you don't know who they are, but you've seen them like the last three weekends. You're like, I wonder who that person is. Yeah, she must come here a lot. Yeah, and you're they probably think the same about you. Oh
0: yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, we well, are the, gr- the big. The greatest theory was that AI literally closed because we would have been too big a deal.
2: Yeah, we started to be. People would come up to us and start oh. calling us the chosen one and the boss man. Big, big well, time. Welcome. Yeah, we're here. You if you know AI what? was
0: around, well, if AI was around right now, there's no pandemic. We would literally own the place.
2: Say what you want about us, John. And I don't mean we're literally out on the front lines. But even if like we, had, there was no pandemic, we'd be out on the front lines. Yeah, you know what? We'd be out there. Mm. We'd be you know rubbing elbows with people. We're not afraid to go uh, hang out with the public. No, no. And even if we didn't want to. We're inside guys you know that oh st- I wish I could watch a Harry Potter marathon every single night first of all and I, I do I forgot
0: he basically <laughs> did, forgot to congratulate you huh. Happy January it's the greatest month of the year only second to good February point. good point good point did uh, you see that February is gonna be a block on the calendar this year what is that this is incredible you know how like usually the calendar starts like in the middle on like a Tuesday, and then it has a little bit under here. Yeah. February has four weeks of seven days. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is huge news.
2: Big news. Yeah. It's okay. pretty dope. I like that.
0: Yeah. This is
2: the Best February ever? It could be. We're about to find out. I could do it. I could do it. All right. We're running a little long here, John. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Oh, one more thing I forgot to bring up. Uh... Does Brian Addison not work at the post anymore? No. Uh, he doesn't? He doesn't. I haven't seen him in a while. He got, like, something to happen. He a little bit of beef? Did we have something to do with it?
0: I, I don't think it was us at all, but I think there was beef. I don't that's know the big. whole story.
2: No, that's big, but let me bring something up real quick. I, for, I don't know if I brought this up before, but I'm team Brian Addison now. Oh, yeah. Did you know that?
0: No, but I saw it coming.
2: Oh. This happened like four months ago, five months ago. Remember when he was ta- talking about the best tacos or something like that? <laughs> and I tweeted at him saying like, uh, I saw you in the Jack in the Box parking lot. Uh, <laughs> how are those tacos that you tried? And then he was like, delicious or something like he that. He said that? Yeah, he said something. Well, that I was, didn't know
0: he responded Oh, to you. it was an
2: unbelievable response. I forget what it was, but it was perfect. And I'm thinking that he knows that we would talk about him on the show or something like that. Just messing around or whatever. Yeah. And he just, like, kind of played it off and, like, went along with the joke. I love that. Oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm team Brian Addison 6. Okay, sixth. me too. Should we get him on the show? I'd love to. I'd love to. And I really want to ask him about his tweets, though, about, like, Fourth of July, how you can't celebrate it or something like that. You can't light <laughs> off fireworks because it's, <laughs> oh like, geez. bad for – Oh, my It's God. bad for, like, Jason Pierre-Paul for the Buccaneers who blew his hand off that one year. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though? <laughs> Oh my god. I would god. love to ask him that because I think he would go along with it. I'm, I'm bottom line, long story short, I'm team Brian. <laughs> I am. Oh god. So he's not doing that the the we should we should collab with him. We should go out and do our own he thing. He should be our
0: holiday guy.
2: Yeah. We should go out and do stuff with him.
0: Here's why St.
2: Patty's day is not okay for Irish people. <laughs> As a person who's quarter Irish, Here's why you can't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. As someone who has a red beard, this is how we can't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, though. Yeah, you're – oh, I completely believe you. I'm serious, though. I'm dead serious. I know. I'm team Brian Brian Addison now. I know. Okay. That's a
0: great response. You brought up that tweet that you did, and you never told us on the show what his response was. Yeah. I'm glad that I told you guys.
2: Uh, I meant to do it that one time, but we ran out of time. That's what happened because it was electric and I, I brought it up to myself. I was like, I got to tell John that I'm team Brian Addison now after that response. That's awesome. Uh, okay. Let's do the 908 athlete of the week and let's get out of here. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, John? Or are you good? We're running a little long. People are probably pissed. Long but-
0: episode. Well, that Mo,
2: the Mo interview was just was incredible. There's nothing that we could I'm do. Worried. we're just
0: blabbering on either side. Yeah.
2: Get- yeah. Uh, we still haven't finished our. our, our oh, we're a lot smoking of it here. though. Yeah, uh, we well, just probably like half a glass. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Might chug this one right now. Well, uh, nine hundred eight athlete of the week this week, John. It's it's Joel Batonia.
0: He's he's crushing.
2: For one, well, I'm a little bit nervous though, John. A little update for you. One, the Browns made the playoffs. They beat the Steelers last week to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But now they play the Steelers in the playoffs this week. So we got ourselves a little Joel Batonio versus good juju, bad juju. Again, back-to-back weeks, mm-hmm. hoping the Browns win. But now I'm a little nervous because Batonio is on the COVID-19 list. I don't know if he has it or if it's like the contact tracing or whatever mm-hmm. bullshit they got going on right now. I'm just hoping he gets to play.
0: Let me tell you something.
2: He's been a part of that organization for a long time. They've been bad for a long time.
0: Oh, boy. He's got to play. He can play. You I'm think hoping. COVID-19 taking down Joel Batonio? There's no chance.
2: Well, it's not him. It's the league. Are they going to let him play or not? Roger Goodell. More like Roger Baddell. Can't freaking... You can't let our boy miss. He's worked too hard for that. He got the game ball after the win on... Uh, he did? Yeah. I feel like he's just been... Because he's the longest tenured Brown. He is? Yeah. That's awesome. He's They've been bad he for so Who was other,
0: their other guard? Uh, or whatever. They, he retired or
2: what? Joe Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. He retired a couple of years ago. That's but yeah, awesome. Joel Batoni is the longest tenured Brown, and I think he's he still rated the highest uh, guard in the league, according to Pro Football Focus. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I hope he gets to play just because I need to, I need him to have a taste of the the playoffs, especially because when we talk to him afterwards, it's going to be electric. Dude, if they win the Super Bowl, kid me. He's, he's on the show immediately. Well, well he's, he's going to want to be on the show. Oh, We're going to throw an absolute slapper for him. Oh, I know. All right, that's tight. I'm pumped. I'm rooting for the Browns now. It's okay. sad that you can't root for your boy Big Ben this week. Nah, well Big Ben he already won one. Big Ben was my
0: boy until Jared Goff got in the league. That's
2: a good point. That's a good point. Maybe they'll meet point. each other in the Super Bowl. Rams Browns.
0: Will will Goff be able to return?
2: Uh it's he's questionable game time decision for Goff. Mhm. Mhm. But, but if I but know he'll Goff, he'll be there
0: for the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And if I know Goff, which I do, I met him at Stagecoach that one year, he's going to play. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't back down to anybody. It's
0: crazy that now that I have the Rams jersey, I literally am a mix between Goff and Sean McVeigh. Yeah, you are. You can't tell me I'm
2: not. John McVeigh. John. John Johnny Goff and John McVeigh. <laughs> <laughs> that's you.
0: All right. Alright, that's it. We gotta finish this beer.
2: Uh okay. Wish us luck. What time is it? It's 850. We can do it. John, life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot.
1: Skin deep, I like the rim ten feet. You can't stop me, your game looks sloppy. You need more practice. Maybe you like this
2: to enjoy the game by midway. I can drive around you, even shoot a trait. A three point threat, no sweat, you can bet. Back it out and fade away, all net. Hang time. Oh, 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 what you wanna do? Tell me, huh. what you gonna do when I come through? bad?